Welcome back to the Breakthrough Podcast with Pastor Danny Anderson. Hey, hey. We are so glad that you are joining us today. And today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about the power of reading, mm. how reading can change your life. Welcome, Pastor Danny. Thanks for having me back. Well, both you and I read and read and read and read and read. And let me start with kind of a fun question for today. What would you say your favorite book is? Mm, this is an easy one. Um, my First of all, welcome back to all of our listeners. Yes. It's been, I think we missed last month. It's uh, been a little while. Yeah. It's been a little while. You're coming off your study break right yes, now when inside. we're recording this. Absolutely. It was a good study break. Also coming off of COVID. Uh, so that knocked us back. But we're doing Doing well, Jackie and I good, are, good, are good. back to 100%, almost 100%. Yeah. So, but we're feeling good. So it's good to be back. So, good. Uh, yeah, we're talking about the power of reading today. What is my favorite book? Well, yeah. I would have to say, when I was thinking about this question, uh, what is the book that has had the greatest impact on my life? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I was like, well, that has to be the my favorite book, which is uh, C.S. Lewis's Mere Christianity. Mm. It's just... Um, mm. That book has shaped my understanding of faith, God, church, yeah. uh, the purpose of life, you name it, uh, that that really has uh, is, is my favorite book, and it's gotten into my heart. And I, I reread it all the time, different yeah. passages. Uh, I actually use it more like a textbook now than I mm. do a, a book that you just read through, certain passages. So yeah. how about you? <laughs> what, what, what is your favorite book? Well, my favorite book, I have a tie for first, of course. I don't uh, think you can do that, <laughs> tie. But my very, very, very favorite book um, is oddly a children's book, and it's Where the Red Fern Grows by Wilson Rawls. It was the first book that I read as a kid that I was like, yeah, I really love reading. And huh. I grew up in the country in Rillsville, Indiana, and there were tons of coon hunters around. And boy, I, it just spoke to like, it just spoke to me and I love dogs. And so yeah, it's my what very favorite book. The what? Where the Red Fern Grows. Where? The Red Fern Grows. And it's like required reading. It's really? the book when you come into fourth grade okay. and you're like, Ugh. I've never heard of it. That's interesting. I'll have to but get it. But from leadership, if I was going to sneak a quick one in there, it'd be Love Works by Joel Mabee. Ooh, okay. <laughs> That's a good one. Because I just feel like it's a really loving way to lead. And so That's those great. are those are my two favorite, not as formational as C.S. Lewis, but <laughs> <laughs> there's really good reads. They're really good reads. So you do a lot of reading, mm. a lot. So have you always been passionate about reading? I mean, I just said, you know, mine kind of started in fifth grade with Mrs. Collins assigning yeah. where the red fern grows. Yeah. So absolutely not. I, in fact, um, when I was, uh, I hated reading. Absolutely despised it, mm. and when, and I can trace that back to um, first grade, second grade. I was in the slow group. It is amazing how when when what years and years and years ago they they would uh, what they did in in my kindergarten first grade class. They would take the slow readers mm. and they would put them in a in a different group from the from the fast readers. Yeah. I was always in the slow group. I think they, they uh. called it the Tom and Jerry because oh, to, to go with the cartoon. <laughs> yes. And I, I think Tom was the slow one. <laughs> so I was always 
in the Tom group, and which made me feel stupid. You yeah. know, it was like, and then all the yeah. smart kids would go over to the Jerry group. Yeah. Um, so it started there, and and uh, just did, you know, I was an athletic kid. I always wanted mm-hmm. to play. Nobody, you can't, sitting down and reading a book was boring. I mean, it was awful. Right, so, right, right, right. but then in the fourth grade, I had this uh, experience with us. I grew up in New York, uh, and what they did back then was uh, a lot of these citywide tests, reading tests, math tests, mm-hmm. and during one particular uh, reading test in the city, uh, the city gave, uh, uh, I couldn't finish the test. And I w- and I remember my teacher, teacher coming over to us mm-hmm. and uh, taking the test away from me. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, and I just cried and I felt stupid and mm-hmm. I felt, and I did not, uh, I think I even failed, uh, got a failing Great on that exam, and it made oh, me gosh. just push away from reading even more. So no, I I I definitely did not like reading for <laughs> the first twenty years of my life. Oh, so then what sparked it? Like if you started, that could stick with you a very long time, like sure. longer than twenty sure. years. It yeah. could be just I'm not a reader, yeah. and you just forget about it. And altogether. I did that. I just I just can't read. I don't know how to read. I'm a mm-hmm. slow reader. I was embarrassed to read. Didn't yeah. want to read out loud. They made yeah. you do that in school. I always hated that. Yes. Uh, but then it, when I was uh, in my early twenties, my first job out of college was I was a door to door salesman, and mm-hmm. one of my sales managers kept putting these books in my hand. I mean, mm-hmm. he would give me a different book every week. The Magic of Thinking Big, and you know all these different motivational sales books, the greatest mm-hmm. salesman in the world. And mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, I don't want to read this. I'm, you know, <laughs> uh, But then he gave me one little book. And I, I, the reason I picked up this one, because it's super thin and it's super small, it's called Life is, uh, Life is Tremendous by Charles Tremendous Jones. That was his <laughs> nickname. And, you know, it was small. I thought, man, I could read this. And and so I read it. And, and you know, I was really inspired by it. Now, it. And I read this quote in the book and it really changed things for me. And, and, and this is a quote I'll read it to you. Uh, Charles Jones said, you will be the same person in five years as you are today, mm-hmm. except for two things, the people you meet and the books you read. Mm-hmm. And what I did have at that time was a hunger to get better. Mm-hmm. I was really into personal development. I wanted to get smarter. I had a voracious appetite to get, you know, closer to God and, mm-hmm. and understand mm-hmm. the world. And uh, I wanted to make more money and I wanted to have, you know, so I wanted to get better. And I'm like, well, maybe that's the secret. And this little book inspired me to start to pick up these books. And then I read The Magic of Thinking Big and all these other books. And, and I noticed a change inside of me. Huh. I was inspired. I was thinking better. I was thinking bigger. I was mm-hmm. uh, thinking more critically about life. Uh, and that, that kind of triggered, triggered my hunger to read. No, that's really good. That's that's really um, inspiring, but also like not inspiring in a way that can't be attained by everyone. And I love that you said that like a light came on and it started to change inside of you. Mm. Let's talk more about that. Let's talk more about like the power of books. How exactly does reading change you for the better? Yeah, you know, right now there's a ton of research that has already been done that mm-hmm. proves reading 20 minutes a day has an incredible impact on, on a person's life. I just, I'll just, uh, share a few of these benefits. Um, you know, it, it increases your ability to work with people, um, at the work in your job, in the workplace. Uh, it increases your memory 
retention. Your vocabulary grows tremendously. Your social and emotional skills uh, grow. Your ability to think critically grows. I mean, there's so many benefits to reading just 20 minutes a day. Hmm. Um, and, but I think if I were to narrow it down for me personally on on why I try to get people to read more, everybody I'm talking, have you read this book? Have you read this book? Is is There's basically four reasons. And the first one is that reading changes your perspective. And I truly believe that a person's perspective about life really determines, in, in a large part, how far they can go in life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, uh, a couple of years ago, you and I read a book called uh, Mindset mm-hmm. uh, by Carol Dweck. And that was an extremely popular book. A lot of teachers started reading that book. A lot of coaches started reading that book. Uh, if our listeners haven't picked that up and read, I would encourage you mm-hmm. immediately to mm-hmm. try to get, get that book. But in that book, she talks about how people tend to fall into two categories when it comes to uh, uh, their um, psychology mm-hmm. a- about their life. Mm-hmm. And, and she calls it the, the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. And you're familiar with this, so yes. you know, you're, you're, yeah. I'm looking at yeah. you, but I'm really talking to our listeners here. <laughs> uh, you know, the, and, and, and man, I was like, I was soaking this stuff in. What she says is so insightful. She said that the, uh, the fixed mindset is a group of people that um, if, if they have tried to do something, yeah. Let's just say they've tried to play baseball. They've tried to to uh, to play the violin or to hit a golf ball or whatever the whatever the situation is. They've tried to read a book, mm-hmm. uh, and they don't feel good at it, or they're just not good at it. What those people do is they 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 make the conclusion that I'll never be. I'm not good at this now, and I'll never be good because right. my talent is fixed, my knowledge is fixed. I cannot grow it, so they give up. I'm not, and, and you, your kids say this all the time. My kids say this. I'm not very good at that. So they give up. Well, they don't realize if they kept practicing, they would grow. They would get better. Mm-hmm. Their skills would improve, mm-hmm. right? And so then there's this other group of people <clears throat> where it's in, for some reason, for it's intuitive mm-hmm. in, in their mind. Like, yeah, I'm not very good at that, but in six months, I'm going to nail it. Yeah. I'm going to learn it. I'm going to throw it harder. I'm going to be able to hit a curveball, whatever the situation is. And those are the kids that she found in all of her research. They dedicate themselves to practice weekly, daily practice, because they believe that their skill set is not fixed, that it can actually grow, that their their intellectual abilities are not fixed, but it can grow. So they continue to push in, to learn, and to practice. And those are the kids that that end up, you know, becoming very, very successful. And so I'm I'm reading this and I'm learning this. I'm like, that's perspective. That's what books do. Yeah. Like when you read a book, your perspective changes about life, uh, about marriage, about money. When you read a great book, you like your whole perspective can change on life. And so that is just a powerful, powerful concept. And so the books are just out there waiting for you to read them for, for your perspective to change. Yeah. Oh, and I like that book. I love that book. And I loved how she said that the key word there is yet. Mm-hmm. Like if that you think is, I yep, haven't absolutely. got there yet, then you know you're in the growth mindset. Absolutely. And never was the that man, that is the, you know, the other, the the, the other book that you and I read, not this, not too long ago is called the obstacle is the way by Ryan holiday. Mm -hmm. And that book gave 
us a great perspective on problems, difficulties, troubles. Yeah. It's, it, it's in the title. The obstacle is the way, meaning, yeah. meaning that the problem that you have is actually the, is going to be the path forward. It's going to make you stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that mentality or perspective, it, it creates this uh, determination or this, uh, this, uh, this, uh, the, the perseverance muscle in somebody's life yeah. that, uh, so then when they do face problems, it doesn't knock them down. Or if it does, they get back up quicker. Yeah. And so that's the power of perspective. And, no, uh, and that's okay. in books. Yeah. What other ways um, can books change you for the better? It, it, books not only increase your your perspective or change your perspective, for mm-hmm. the, but they also increase your knowledge. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by, by knowledge is really understanding of the way things work in the world. Yeah. Um, and of course, you got to read the right books, you know, right, right, <laughs> read right. the wrong books and get the wrong understanding of the way things work. And a lot of that is happening in our world today. Um, so you got to pick the right books. But, but, uh, but knowledge really is understanding of how things work out in how things really work in the world, uh, how human nature, when Mm -hmm. you read books, Mm -hmm. you learn about human nature. I I love to read history books. I don't get a chance to read a ton of them, but, um, but I do read history books just to, just to increase my understanding of how did we get here? Mm -hmm. Why did Mm -hmm. world war two start? Why did world war one start? Like what's going on? What were the situations? What were the triggers? And, uh, a couple of years ago, I picked up a a really, really thick book. It's like a thousand pages. (laughs) is called The Rise and Fall of the Third Reich. And it was the history of of how uh, Adolf Hitler came to power and explained, you know, basically the whole situation there from 1939 to 1945. And my mind was, I was blown away. The author, William Shire, was actually in Germany when Hitler was rising to power as a journalist. Uh, and then, of course, when things got bad, he he got out of there. But mm. uh, he put together this fantastic, I mean, a detailed book of how all of this went down. And he talks about uh, of the concentration camps and the lies and the deception and all the things that Hitler did, all the things that the other uh, leaders in the other countries did to allow this, mm. the, the, the Nazi Germany to rise to power. It was absolutely fascinating. And what it helped me to do is understand human nature. Yeah. Like what, what people are willing to do, how, how evil people can really be. Like how yeah. does an entire nation allow a situation for the Holocaust to take place? Like that's always been a question in my mind. Right, he, right, he, right. He, he, un, he helps you to understand how those things actually came into being. And so what, what, what I do is I try to understand uh, and increase my knowledge so that I can actually be, be a better informed human being. Right. And understand the world in the context that I'm living in today. Right. In a better way. So books, books really do that for you. I love that. And I, I feel like there's um, some real value in humbling yourself to say, I don't know everything. And that I want to gain knowledge in that way. I know when I was going to school, um, a lot of the work that I was doing was on early intervention with children who had been abused. Well, Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up in an abusive home. Mm -hmm. I had a mother and father who loved me and cared for me. And so um, I picked up this trilogy by David Pelzer, and the first book in it is A Boy Called It. And it talks about how he grew up in an extremely abusive home Mm -hmm. and how he grew into a man that uh, is a great father and advocates for abused children. But it gave me the empathy 
to serve then as a developmental therapist and now children as a minister. And I would have never had that knowledge without going through that myself, which thank God I didn't, that wasn't what was for me. But now I have a deep empathy for neglected and abused uh, children. And mm-hmm. I mean, you may have a basic empathy for it, but this showed you the mindset of what's happening yeah. to a kiddo that's being abused and how a man can overcome that and be a father and like gives you hope that sure. if you will participate in helping them mm-hmm. overcome that anyway. And there's an equip. So in a sense, there's an equipping effect. Yeah. Because you're understanding more of what it's like to be in that person's shoes, you you can help equip and train and serve and and actually help those people because mm-hmm. your understanding has increased. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, I love that. Um and, and again, would never have gotten that without books. Mm-hmm. So what else can books do for, to better our lives? So in addition to, you know, I think sharpening your perspective and, and deepening your knowledge, I, I think that that books have and continue to increase wisdom. And mm. I think wisdom is very different from knowledge. It's I not to say very different. It's they're they're closely related. But uh, I think of wisdom as um, knowledge that uh, that works itself out in your life practically. Yeah. Uh, or you could say this way: that uh, wisdom is the practical application of knowledge. Yeah. So I, when when I'm in trouble or when I am struggling to make a decision, I don't know what to do. I mean, it could be in the area of a relationship. It could be in the area of something's broken my house. <laughs> right. 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 I call somebody who knows, mm-hmm. and that is the wise person. Because I know I'm going to say, hey, here's the situation. Here's what's going on. Uh, I really don't know what to. I'm kind of stuck. And they say, well, you know, they might ask a few more questions, right? And then they're going to tell you, well, here's what I think you should do. And that's why I called them. Right. Because <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> and so that, that is, in my mind, that is what wisdom is. Somebody who actually knows what to do to fix the marriage. Mm-hmm. Actually, someone who knows what to do to fix the finances. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, it is knowledge, but it, it's it's practical knowledge that will fix the problem that you're in right now. Uh, and you can get that from books. I get so much wisdom from books. You can sit down with... So Dave Ramsey is a great example. Mm. He went through, uh, for our listeners who don't know who Dave Ramsey is, he's written Financial Peace. He's got a class that, that, that uh, uh, it's all over the country called Financial Peace University. You can mm-hmm. take, I think it's mm-hmm. 10 weeks long. Um, and basically he went through a, a bankruptcy early on in his 20s. He learned all these lessons about how to do money wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he committed himself to relearn how to do money the, the biblical way. And it worked, and he became very wealthy, and then he te- and so he put it into a, a, a book form, and he's got his seven steps, uh, Dave Ramsey's seven baby steps yeah. to financial peace, yeah. and that is, and when people follow those steps, yeah, they get out of debt, and they actually do find financial peace. So, so what is that? That that is that is wisdom, that is practical knowledge put into into work, mm-hmm. um, and so that you get that from you get that from books. It's it's amazing. Yeah, and gaining the knowledge and being able to work it out again, you're it's it's building you up, but it's also allowing you to be that wise person for others too. Absolutely, yeah, it equips you with yep. the information to help. So, the, so the book that comes to mind this was this was great. 
there's so many books that are coming to my mind, but <laughs> but the one the one that I think has got the most practical wisdom when it when it comes to marriage is the love dare. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, oh, not the love dare, but the the, the five love languages. Yes, so what, yes. What, uh, by Gary Chapman. Yeah. And when Jackie and I read that book, um, we were like, oh my gosh, You're like this is this is your love language. This is my love language. I've not been speaking your love language. I've right. I, I, I was actually speaking my love language to Jackie, expecting yes. her to be like, oh my gosh, you know, but her love language is not physical touch. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I learned that her love language is quality time and, and that changed everything. So she just wants to be with me right. and talk and, and share the day and what was going on and how she feels about it. How do I feel about it? Well, that's what we do now. And that fills up her love tank. And then that gives her encouragement to speak my love language, which is physical touch. Uh, and so, man, that changed everything for us. That came from a book. Yeah. $15 investment, you know, and, and it changed investment. it changed everything. So that's, the, that's I'm such, so, I'm just so passionate about that that aspect of it. So how else can books make, make your life better? Okay, so let me give you this last one. This is just for me. There's so many other benefits, but for me, it's all about inspiration. And what I mean by inspiration is motivation, uh, excitement about life, uh, energy to live. Uh, life is tough right now, and life has always been tough, right? So, but but a lot of people are are struggling to find the energy, to find the motivation to live their life. There's so mm -hmm. much bad news going mm -hmm. on in the world today. You turn the news on, you get on social media, you're hearing about this, that terrible accident or an earthquake. Most recently, you heard about the earthquake yeah. in Haiti, and uh, the, the president there was assassinated. I mean, it's just constant flow of, oh, bad news, bad news, bad news. And and it's it doesn't surprise me that so many people people are struggling with low motivation, depression, discouragement, anxiety, uh, because that's the, that's the content that's coming into their minds. Right. Well, you can actually make a choice to change the content. Mm. You can say, you know, I'm going to turn some of that off. Not, I'm not saying stick your head in the sand so you don't know what's going right. on in the world, but turn some of that stuff off, maybe get the headlines, but then really open up the door to all this other positive, mm -hmm. inspiring information through books. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what I try to do, you know, and so I carve out time in my day to read something that is going to trigger uh, some type of uh, creative thought or mm -hmm. motivation to to uh, help somebody or mm -hmm. create something new. And, and there's an endless amount of books that will do that. And so I actually attribute my levels of uh, motivation or inspiration to, to books. I did it again this morning. Mm -hmm. You know, right now I'm currently reading a book called um, How to Win at Work and at Life mm -hmm. uh, by Michael Hyatt. Mm -hmm. And uh, that book, he is uh, sharing his practical wisdom yeah. on, he calls it a double win. Winning at work and winning at life. I love that. It's yeah. simple. It's memorable. I'm like, because I want that. I don't want right. to just win at, at, at the church sure. and fail at home sure. at right. my marriage, my parenting. So I want that. Yeah. And so uh, so I was inspired this morning to work on that. Uh, and and yeah, it's just, very, it's just, for me, that's a source of inspiration. Now, these are compelling. They're convincing um, reasons to read and to pick up a book, but I mean, there's compelling reasons to work out. There's compelling reasons to spend time with your spouse. But one of the people, one of the things that people say over and over again is I just don't have time. I don't have time to read. I can't sit. Um, mm -hmm. I can't, I cannot find the space in my day 
to read? And what would you say to somebody who, like, they've been listening to everything? I would love to know about why Hitler started World War III. I would love to know about this. Right. But uh, I don't have time. Yeah, I think, first of all, uh, what's interesting about that comment is that the busiest people are the ones who read the most. Right. It's the bosses, the CEOs, the the ones that, that they they are consuming the most content. So, you know, it really comes down to what do you really want to do? Everybody's got the same amount of time. And if this yeah. is something that you want to do, you'll carve time out to do it. If you yeah. really see the importance of it, you will make time to, to, to read. Uh, so I think there's some excuse making going on there. I'm busy. You're right. busy. Um, you know, but I still make the time to, to do that. But I, I do agree that a lot of people, uh, especially like moms that are trying to mm-hmm. raise kids and they have a job and they got to get the kids, you know, to school. So, I mean, there's a legitimate, uh, uh, you know, argument there. Like when, right. when would I do that? You know? Uh, so here's what I would say. I would say for me, it's first thing in the morning before the kids get up mm. because once the day starts, you know, it's tough, it's tough to find you know, 20 minutes of quiet time to read a book. So try to get it in first thing in the morning. I read my Bible first. Mm-hmm, that's the, that's mm-hmm. the primary book that I consume. Uh, and then after that, I will, I will do 20. You don't need 45 minutes. You could do 15 minutes. Right. You, you can actually read a chapter or half a chapter yeah. in 15 minutes and get one, two, three ideas that, that will inspire you, increase your wisdom, increase yeah. your knowledge. I'm not talking about sitting down and reading for two hours a day. That's nice. I can't sure, do that. Sure. I, I'm too, <laughs> you know, uh, I just can't, I just can't Active. focus that, yeah. but I can focus for 15 minutes. Right. And so that's what I would say to the super busy person. Be okay with 10 to 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes on a daily basis and try to get that in when you can. You know, if that's yeah. in the evenings, then do it in the evenings. I mean, let's be honest. A lot of people are scrolling on social media. For 20 minutes. I oh mean, my gosh, for longer than 20 minutes. Right, So why don't you replace that time, yeah. which let's be honest, that's the, most of that information is negative. Yes. You know, or ends up we end up comparing ourselves with what other people are doing. And, and so it's not helping us emotionally or spiritually or psychologically. So drop the scrolling and yeah. pick up a book. Yeah. So you think you are saying that in 20 minutes, you will actually make some progress oh, over the course of time. Absolutely. hundred percent. Because in 20 minutes, I saw this stat the other day in 20 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. This is incredible. Mm-hmm. You can read 1.8 million words a year. What? It's insane. 20 minutes a day. <laughs> so you think, you know, I don't know how many books that is, but that is a ton of books. Yeah, I'm thinking that's, that's maybe two books a month, three books a month. Yeah. Um, so, you, you know, you can, you don't, you can make significant progress in with, with about 15, 20 minutes a day. Okay. Now that you know, the, the other argument is, okay, so sure, I can find 20 minutes a day to do anything, right? Just get but, off TikTok. That's but, all you need to do. Just okay. get right up. Say it right to me. Why Look, don't I, you? Listen, here's the deal. I'm, see, I don't mean to be too preachy, but I don't even have TikTok. I just can't. I just can't. Yeah, can't do it. I don't have time. I do not have time for that, to watch right. video after video. I don't right. know how people do it. It's sucking people's life. It's draining their time and their life away. <laughs> Can I say? Yes, I'm I say that in love. I say that in love. That's great. I love it. I love it. But what what do you what do you say? Because you know we we reach a large number uh, of age groups with our podcast. What do you say when people say, "I just don't, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't want to read because I don't like it." For sure. I gosh, man, it's over a decade of my life I was there, so I yeah. I get it. I understand, and I think um, the way that you come out of that is to really truly see the value 
of the books. If you can get it in your mind, like my life will be 50%, 60%, 75% different if I consume books, mm. period. Mm. I'm, I'm going to be equipped, inspired. I'm going to get wisdom, knowledge. I'm yeah. going to connect with people. I'm going to learn how to live life. If you can really, that was what did it for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want to be the same person in five years. Right. I want to be very different. Right. So I would start there. Like, do you really believe books will change your life? Because they will. Mm-hmm. And and that will be some of the inspiration. But I, I, then I do want to address the fact that it it is labor intensive. Like it's, it's, you know, some people don't read well. I didn't read well. It's right. tough. You know, you're slow, whatever. You don't, you, you, you struggle to comprehend the things that you read. I get that too. A lot of, when I first started reading a lot, I'd have to reread passages over yeah. and over. Like, I don't get that. I didn't understand that. So all of that is hard and people don't like to do hard things. So I, I get that, but right. you got to push through. Let's just talk about a, another option. Um, I think, and I do this through the day when I, when I physically can't open a book, mm-hmm. I will listen to my books. They have, there's a great app called Audible. I don't get paid for this. So please, <laughs> it's just, it's just an app that I use. Right. Um, uh, but I use that app. I get two books a month mm-hmm. and I will listen on the treadmill while mm-hmm. I'm working out. If I'm doing chores in the yard, which is rare, <laughs> but if I'm doing something, I will put my AirPods in and I will listen to a book while I'm doing those other things. Anybody can listen. It, right? It, yeah. It's, yeah. You're, so that's what I would encourage. If you really, really, really don't want to do it and you're, you're going to stick your, you know, your, your guns in the ground, or that's not how you say it, but, but if you're, your heels in the ground, <laughs> um, then, then, then pick, at least pick up Audible and listen. Yeah. Cause you're still getting, I some. think it's like 15 bucks a month. You get two bucks, something like that. Yeah, And you're still getting content. You're still getting content. Okay. As we wrap up today, do you have any final thoughts for us? Oh, you know, I do. Yes. That's our favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is one last piece of inspiration for uh, our listeners to, to, to pick up a book and read 20 minutes a day. Um, there, there, I was thinking about this one day. There are so many amazing, I mean, amazing human beings on this planet. Mm-hmm. And they're doing incredible things. Um, too many to count. Mm-hmm. And they're, I would love, I know you would love to try to, if you could sit down with one of those a week yeah. and say, hey, teach me what you know. Yeah. In any area. Yeah. You know, uh, wouldn't that be something be if you can do that? Well, we can't do that. No. You and I, our listeners, are not, we, we don't have enough connections to sit down with these amazing people, these billionaires, mm-hmm. these entrepreneurs are changing the world, whatever but you can pick up their book. Yeah. And so I think it's about the same thing. You know, I'm never going to meet with Elon Musk, but I got his book. Mm. I can get into his head. I can get into his brain. Yeah. What is he thinking? How does he think about life, about family, about business, about time management or all these different things? By the way, Elon's got some perspectives that are not so great, but... But he's got some perspectives that are really, really good. And so you you, you right. got to filter through those. Right. And, and, but you learn, you could sit down with, with I mentioned Michael Hyatt. Now, yeah. I, I have the, so much respect for him. Well, you can get his, I'm probably never going to have lunch with the guy. Sure. But I can grab his insights on how to live well and focus and balance and all these different things. Yeah. Uh, so I, the way I look at books is like, it's an opportunity to sit down with somebody I respect and admire, want to be like, and they're going to give me their undivided attention yeah. for 20 minutes. And I just soak it in. 
No, like, I why would you say that. no to that? Why would you say no? If, some, if somebody you would love and admire and respect and want to be like called you and said, let's go to lunch, would you turn them down? No. 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 But that's what a book is. Yeah. No, that's wonderful. And you can go over and over things that you couldn't ask them 20 times at lunch, too. It's, say it it's, again. Uh, yes. Can you explain that one more time? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you keep going back over it and over it. Well, I uh, we hope that this has been uh, both educational and entertaining for you. And <laughs> if you don't read, for sure, think through what Pastor Danny said today, because reading can change your perspective, and it can increase your knowledge. It can increase your wisdom and it gives you inspiration. And boy, we could all use all use those last three in, in a double portion right now. Hey, Thank can you I so can much. I yeah. end can I end with the Mark Twain quote? I would love that. Okay. This is just so inspiring to me. He said, A person who won't read has no advantage over one who can't read. Oh gosh. Just mm. let that sink in. Imagine you couldn't read. Yeah. So it's like whew. That motivates me so much to grab a book and read. Yeah, for sure. All of the books that we've mentioned today will be listed in the show notes. We are so thankful that you join us month after month. We want to hear what you have to say. So please share this podcast, like it on all the platforms that you follow podcasts on, and leave comments because we're always looking for show ideas from you, the listener. We cannot wait to be back with you next month. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless. God bless.